You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! I've been working on an intro or some music for our podcast. See what you think of this. Get on down here to Zach and Mike McThree today. Do, 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 Zach and Mike. What do you think? That's it? That's it. It needs a bridge. Well, I'm saying it would play before we started talking. It'd be like our intro music, but then... Or it could just be a commercial that could dip into other people's podcasts. Get on down here to Zach and Mike make three today. Zach and Mike. It's got a real got a real Billie Eilish vibe to it. I think so too. I've been listening to a lot of her lately. How are you doing, fucker? Man, I'm all right. You know, you know, I'm a little tired. I've been running around having too much fun. (laughs) A little hungover. Party, party, uh, party, 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 last party. couple days. You've been doing um, stand up, stand up, doing a lot of stand up comedy, which is fun, man. It's so I'm excited to get back at it. It's really, it's, it's, it's weird. There's a lot going on, and well, I don't know. I'm just tired. Like, I'm immediate. Like, you know, I think it's, it's, I'm actually, I'm not having like partying hard or anything like that. It's just more like I haven't, I'm just still kind of trying to get back in shit. It just, it's going to be a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're looking yeah. beautiful and lovely, and I know that this is ever, and you're a good dancer, and people love you. Um, we uh, this is our uh, hi, people. Hi, everyone. This is the Zach and Mike Make Three podcast. I'm Zach Blair. That is Mike Weeby. We're guys from bands. You don't maybe know us, maybe you do know us. I don't know, but uh, we do this podcast. We talk to artists, musicians, blah, about three things they're into right now. Um, could be things into now, things they've always been into things they love and it could be three whatevers mm. and people have tested those boundaries as uh as this one they're they're uh i don't think uh our guest today quite understood the concept but it becomes a great interview anyway that's um, what because we're so that's because it just is fun yeah yeah exactly and it's it was fun if yeah, I, I didn't even say a word there i just was like Ugh. his name is uh, nick wheeler he's in the band the all-american rejects and he is a producer and a songwriter and he's a really interesting guy mike and i didn't know him which is odd because yeah it was like our that's our first guest that we we haven't known you no know, which is two of us but we'll, no. well i'm sure we'll get more we'll do yeah. a lot of that you know so it's interesting it was it was pushed a little once bit. we get billy eilish on i mean i don't yeah. know her Exactly. He has been to ours. He, he said, you know, he had gone to hack for shows before in Oklahoma. He's from Oklahoma. Um, I think he, Riverboat Gamblers. I think they were on Warp Tour when Riverboat Gamblers were. But we were like, this was like this was like the era where there was like, I don't know. There was all these bands that were like really like we were on we were on a run where like it was like them and like My Chemical Romance and Fallout Boy. They were like when all those bands were just getting like 
crazy mm-hmm. blown up. And we were kind of like in a, you know, we were like in the on the fucking Jack Daniel stage out in the parking lot or whatever. <laughs> and uh, the Dr. Shoals odor eater stage. <laughs> and uh, you didn't really like it was, it was at the fucking airport parking lot. When yeah, was... it was it was uh, it was. <laughs> it was uh it was the worst of times it was the worst of, no I, I don't know i was occasionally fun but people Hayden's uh, pe- adult diaper stage well people like always you know it was like a weird move for us to do that tour and uh he said they did it in 2005 before you came on um with rise against which was before i was in rise Against. so maybe it was that year that you did it i can't remember i don't remember that i don't remember rise against I, in fact i know rise against weren't on okay. either that we well either way he i think he's you know he's been to gamble it's, it was i was amazed that neither one to you or me knew him i do that yeah, is weird i do know a member of his band i know his other guitar player mike and i've known him for a long time he's a really nice guy uh from hackfish actually uh but yeah it was interesting to kind of get to know somebody on this this podcast. yeah to get in this format yes yeah, it's a it's a it's a wonderful new soon we no one will meet anyone yeah, exactly. in a non in a non-podcast format. Um so you've been doing stand up. I went to Chicago last week. Our record The Nowhere Generation came out on June 4th. The fucking city of Chicago named that day the Rise Against Day from here on out. Uh we did a really awesome uh signing uh in store at Reckless Records, the legendary amazing record store there in Chicago. Um and saw like 2 or 300 kids. It was unbelievable and also just surreal to be right back at it at that level after all this that we just went through but yeah just amazing um amazing to be back and amazing to be working again and doing this 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 thing we love so much again you and me will be doing things next week with our our shared endeavor band our 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 draculas um oh we're recording yeah we're recording so, yeah, I was thinking about that July 4th show because we're playing July 4th at Little Darling in Austin, Texas. If you're here in Austin, Texas, Little Darling. Uh, yeah, July 4th. Uh, heard it here first. Excuse yeah. Me. And I, you know what? I, you know what? I did spend a lot. Of, I actually worked on some Dracula shit today, like getting getting Facebook stuff, like uh, helping like with our management friends get fuck. Can I I just fucking so sick of typing in fucking passwords. Yeah. And trying to track down passwords for shit that I don't remember. And why do they make it so fucking hard to get into your own? Like you fucking. Why do I need a cipher to read my phone to get in? Let me see why I'm misspelling it. Like at yeah. least some th- things have the little eyeball that you push and you yeah. can see what you're typing in. Yeah. I don't know, Mike. Maybe I'm you- constipated, too. My tummy hurts. <laughs> my tummy hurts I don't know, so, maybe, it's solid maybe if you bitch about it more all these people will listen and they'll change it maybe maybe i don't know i i, I honestly i think that maybe some um of our listeners uh are like can they're like oh yeah mike i can relate i relate to him he's like an every man who has problems just like me do unlike the co-host who lives in an ivory tower where hover robots do everything that he wants they pull out they unzip his pants when he has to go to the bathroom they tuck him in if he says just out loud uh i need you to uh instagram a fleet full of a fleet full of just small small floaty bots come in and carry him around 
Why don't you fucking cry about it a little bit more? Well, I, I wish I could afford to have people to come in and cry for me like you do. You have a, you have a, you have a, you have a, you have a specific, you have a, you have a fourteen-year-old boy who comes in and you go weep for me, and then he weeps uh, and he goes like, I have, I have to cry for him because I have to cry for him because he is Zach Blair and he cannot cry. I live in a gravy train on biscuit wheels. Get Wait, out! Who, who is that? A a gravy train on busy? Is that a Sherman, Texas saying? It, it's got to be. I mean, I fucking heard it back then. Get on down here to like in my like three today. Booty, booty, Let's get into this before we blather on more. Um, uh, this is going to be Nick Wheeler from the band The All American Rejects, and um, see what you think. We'll talk to you guys afterwards. Hey guys, I've... shut up, Mike. No. Um, what? <laughs> what? Excuse. Yeah. Shut up. Shut, shut up, Mike. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Uh, hey guys, uh, welcome to the Zach and Mike Day Three podcast. Today our guest is Nick Wheeler from the All American Rejects. Hey buddy, how's it going? Hey, what's happening? We just we're, we're talking like we don't actually know each other. I mean, we've met. But I knew I know we've been in the scene. We've been in the scene. We know stuff, but it's weird for we like picked our brothers off for the ground when they fell this, in the pit. Me and this dumbass here have been between us touring for like what feels like 77,000 fucking years. And we That's don't accurate. Neither one of us know you. So hi, bro. Hi. Bro, well, bro. that whole like Oklahoma, Texas scene like was huge growing up. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, we've, we've driven down to you know, to deep element played trees fucking countless times. So well, we were just yeah. talking today about how we either one of us knew you and you guys, is it true you got signed in Denton, Texas? That's where where Mike is. That's where Mike's from. You know what? Yeah. Um our AR guy from DreamWorks, um, Jeff Sosno, uh, did come and see us on a rooftop of some bar in Denton, Texas. Uh, so what? Our, our, our other guy in Drac and our band Dracula's was telling us that story today, and I think he was at the show actually. No shit! Oh, that's yeah. wild. Eric or Daniel? Eric. He was seeing Eric knew the whole story. It's like they. It was a rooftop of some yeah coffee shop or something. It was no. I bet it was Cool Beans. I bet cool it, was, it was. I bet it was Cool Beans. That's what Eric that's said. Where you would have played? That's the only rooftop there would have been to play on. I that is wild. That. I, I love that name. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. they had. Good they had uh they had five dollar Fridays hamburger fries and a Lone Star beer for five dollars. No, all right. So so yeah, they they were definitely trying to sign us that night because I remember they got us a room at like the Embassy Suites or something, and we we're like, oh my god, fucking high rollers, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, so what have you before we get into the the shit? What what yeah. have you been doing, bro? Lately. Um, what have I been doing, man? Well, right now I got a dog in my lap who, uh, thought it was quitting time an hour ago, but we're back in the studio. Um, fucking chat. Mike, Mike has an armadillo in his pants. So. Oh baby. Oh. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Scaly. Yeah. yeah it's scaly. <laughs> well, it's about, that's the same. Yeah, um, gray and scaly. Yeah. <laughs> um, today I've just, I've just been working in the studio, but for the last six years, I've lived in Nashville and I've kind of been, you know, doing the like writer producer thing. Um, kind of, you know, I, 
I'd always been doing that for my band and my favorite part of that was being in the studio. So I'm focusing on that. And the last year in COVID has really given me some, some time to do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're writing for bands and recording them at your place or just writing for them? Uh, both actually. Cool. That's yeah. Awesome. That's rad. I would like to, uh, were, you, some... were you busy through the entire month for the entire year? Believe how long not. was it? How long was COVID? Was it a month or a year? How, how long was COVID? That's <laughs> I don't think it's over, but it has what? been like at least it's been like a year and a half. Um, you should you know tell what? you should tell the state of Florida that. <laughs> All right. You somebody tell them that fucking six months ago. Um, six months ago. Uh, no, you know, I, I I feel guilty when I say this, but the last year of not playing shows and being completely grounded. Like I haven't been to the airport since 2019. Like uh, that's yeah. unheard of for what we do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been totally grounded for the last year and a half and I've had one of the busiest years that I can remember. Um, yeah. Just, just because of things like this, like zoom, um, you know, technology being able to, collaborate with people you know over thousands of miles sending stems yeah. and you know ideas back and forth and you know i've actually gotten to make some really cool like records over the last year that um i might not have been able to do if i was you know traveling and being fucking tired all the time yeah <laughs> yeah for sure just now starting again for me i was i flew last week and i'm flying again tomorrow and it's what was that like it's it's crazy because you know me and mike talked about it a bit it's just all back all at once you know what i mean there's no like dude there's no oh my God. going back it's just pause and then play and it's it's yeah. right back at where it was it starts back at what feels like fucking double speed man like i remember this past year and i feel like literally everybody on the planet can relate to this we're all like you know what this last year taught me to just slow down and when i go back you know when i go back to quote normal i'm going to ease back into it but man i tell you what the first day that I took my first Uber, the day that I went to my first group dinner, the day that I went to my first, like, I say house party, but like, you know, small, like gathering at somebody else's house. Yeah. All of this shit happened in the same day. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is yeah. not what yeah, I was yeah, planning. Yeah. Like I was going to ease into this one yeah, of these like, things per day, but it was the same day. Yeah. yeah right I had to, I definitely had to, uh, I went out like twice, like this is like two or three weeks ago. I went out like twice in one week and I did like a, I did like an outside, like the first performing I did was like, I did like a stand up comedy show and then had like a brewery show of like me and one of the gamblers guys doing music. And it was like, just, it was like, which that would have been like, I mean, that would have been like, yeah, that would have been like any other week before that. And then there'd be more, and, sure, and sure. you know, more stuff and active, whether even, even if it wasn't more shows, it'd be like more going out and this and that. And it was so like, after doing that two days in a row, I was just like, all right, I, I got to stay inside for a week. And like just mentally, just like mentally kind of. And it's not like a, a fear of like germs because I'm double vaxxed and ready to relax. But um, same, but, same. It's it's the social anxiety. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I kind of like I'm, I'm already like super awkward. And like I'm kind of the guy like in a group of people. I'm just like, ah, what do I do? Yeah. Um, but after a year of like sometimes not leaving the house for like two weeks and literally only talking to this little guy who's in my yeah. lap right now. Like I, 
I was like, am I doing this right? Like, right. yeah, <laughs> these, no, guys, these people think I'm a fucking freak. Like what's happening? I forgot how to pack. I forgot how to get through, navigate an airport. I forgot all that shit. You I've know? been wondering about that. I'm, Cause I'm finally taking, I'm finally leaving town. I've, I've been on a seven day work schedule um, since COVID just because there's nothing else to do. Like I'm just yeah. in the studio every day. Cause what else am I going to do? Um, so in order to not to work, I have to leave fucking town. Um, yeah. So I'm doing that next weekend and I'm already like, like, how do I pack? What do I do? Like, do I, do I have a suitcase? Like, yeah. <laughs> I forgot shit. It was, it was, you know, stuff that, you know, that I was like, I staple stuff in my bag. I make sure I have, you know, right. what the fuck was that, you know, last well, because, week. Because like you can, after doing it for so long and after doing fly dates and stuff, you can wake up for an early flight at like four 30 in the morning and literally pack on your way out. Oh, the for door. sure. It's, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, you do it the way, you know, we do it. It's like, it's, it's your life. It's what uh-huh. you do. It's the normal shit. And last week, it's like I mean, brushing your teeth. It's like, well, I just got to pack real quick and then I'll be right, out of here. Right. I don't, I don't do either <laughs> one of those. Yeah, like, like if you look at his teeth, it's a nightmare. Um, it's British. Yeah, British. 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 Yeah, last week for me was rehearsal. It was an in-store. It was signed. It was like around fans. It was it was all back. It was all back. Around fans. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Meet and greets are going to be a fucking. Interesting. So you guys, you guys will, is there plans for the rejects? Are you guys going to be recording or, you know, touring? Anything? No plans for new music, but last year was a big anniversary year for us. It was the 15-year anniversary of Move Along. Um, I find that nostalgia is at its height around 15 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I feel yeah. like like 10 years, that goes like, nobody goes to their 10-year high school reunion. Yeah. Everybody's the fucking same. Right. But 20 years, like, I feel like the time has passed. So last, last year was going to be a big year for us. Um we had some plans. We had Riot Fest going on. Um, we were doing a lot more like club shows, a lot more shows for fans, not just like fly dates, like, you know, fairs and amusement parks and shit. Sure. Um, and we were, you know, we were really looking forward to that. Um, unfortunately, um, like, you know, with like everybody else, those got um, totally derailed. But there was talk of rescheduling from rescheduling them for this year. But then nobody was really sure how that was going to go and kind of like what we've been talking about. I feel like we're just ripping the fucking bandaid off. It's like oh, yeah. arena tours and festivals. Let's yeah. fucking go. Like, yeah. I, is, that I, be this, I, is that this year for you guys? No, no, no. I kind of didn't see that coming. So what we opted to do was postpone one more year. I mean, we didn't want to be the Guinea pigs, but I mean, like, fuck, I mean, I just saw today that the Foo Fighters are playing Madison Square Garden next month, full capacity. And I'm like, holy fuck. I I mean, I guess we're doing this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So when do you think it'll it'll start happening for you guys? When do you think you'll be heading out? Um, I mean, I'm sure we'll do some stuff next year. Um, There's no plans for new music or like a tour or anything. But like I said, you know, we're hoping to hoping to finally do Riot Fest and it won't be 15 years. It'll be 17 years, but yeah, you know, fuck it. yeah, fuck it. I mean, we missed the boat on our first record too. So we did a sweet 16. There you go. Um, yeah. We, so we all lost. That, we'll do that something like that. Yeah. yeah. That year didn't count. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, shit. that year doesn't count. 2019 I, was last year, right? Yeah. If yeah. I say last year, I'm talking about 2019. Precisely. You know, Mike, you're a guitar. Like I said before mentioned Mike, your guitar player, I who, yeah. who I know, he just recorded some friends of mine. Chad Price from All has a band called uh, Vulture Wake, 
with my cool. brother's best friend, a guy named Brandon Landelius, who was. Oh, that's best. so huge. He's like, has yeah. he showed him his all tattoo? Yeah, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. <laughs> and he recorded their, their, uh, their new thing and it's, and it's great. It's great. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Wait, let's, uh, hopefully you've picked your three things. So we'll get into that. Uh, you're on, you're under, under the microscope. So well, let's start with your thing. Number one. Thing number one. Okay. You need to, Never mind. I was going to make a mean joke and I decided not to, oh, but it was, it was a mean started. joke focused at Zach. No, <laughs> you know what? It's a, it's a, it's a new, it's a new era. My therapist said to be kind to myself you and know also to other people. You already started it. So you could say in the abstract sort of, oh, the old me would have said this. The old me would have chimed in when you, when you said that he was under the microscope. I said, just like your dick is the only one I can see it. I mean, but I, wouldn't, but I don't talk like that now. I don't I don't work blue anymore. Yeah, it's a pretty solid. I'm a burn. fucking. I'm an adult who doesn't work blue. It does. It's a pretty solid burn, and it's only funny because it's so not true. Hey, everybody! Just wanted to tell you the Riverboat Gamblers have a brand new seven-inch out. We covered a Ramon song, and we covered a Motorhead song, and we we're lucky enough to get C.J. Ramon to do some backup vocals. It's on limited edition vinyl. There's some yellow and some pink. Uh, you can get it at Gamblers Forever, ForeverGamblers.com, or go to our Bandcamp page. We did a real small run on our own, so get them while. They're getting good. That's why it's funny. Yeah, the most. Because you yeah. do not need a microscope to see my dick, my friend. And well, I'll show it to you. It's yeah, funny because here we all are. Here we all are um, in our black t-shirts. You yeah. know, we're fucking band dudes. Like, yeah, we look it, like we look like a road crew right now. Total. Well, I mean, it's funny that you talk about therapy because like, I feel like my twenties was, was for being a shithead band dude. Yeah. And my thirties was to catch up and figure out how to be an actual adult. And here I am 39 and I'm like, all right, I'm almost there. (laughs) You're You're on the 40 club yet. Mike's still a shithead and he's 57. But but um, those those instincts to make your fucking dick jokes and just you know do it's the it's the band guy banter like yeah that doesn't go away man like that's got it there's some reprogramming that has to happen and how much of that do you really want to do you know what I mean like nothing at all Mike nothing it, at all <laughs> well I mean I did you know I definitely have changed a lot of. Uh, you know, language stuff, but I, I, I don't know. I still appreciate a, just a dumb juvenile between, uh, you know, as you know, that's all this podcast is, is juvenile us talking about each other's small dicks. Um, <laughs> speaking of smicks, let's move on. Uh, what, what do you got, Nick? What's your thing? Okay. On, buddy? Um, well, first of all, uh, I have my all my lights in the studio scheduled to turn off at 7 p.m. So I have to fix that because I can't fucking tell what's happening right now. Did um, they just go? Are they about to go off, or did did they? They, go they off? just did because it's 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 seven o'clock. So, um, Alexa, I, turn my shit on. I mean, that's pretty much what's happening. And now my Wi-Fi's out. Oh my god, it's, it's, it's all going to hell. All right, this is this is where we're at. You guys fine. got me in sexy. You got me sexy in sexy yeah, lighting here. I hope that's okay with you. Fine. It's beautiful. Like it. Okay. All right. 
My dog's asleep on my lap. Everything is fine. Um, So the podcasts that I listen to are very, the hosts are very insecure and they use their guests to uh, kind of, I don't know, just voice their insecurities or things about themselves that they wonder if other people think or if other people like so all my shits like stuff that i've been thinking about for myself that i'm just yeah. curious as fellow musicians if yeah. this is also what you guys think it sounds okay, great awesome. bring it in bring it in okay awesome um nothing about small dicks i'm sorry in advance. that's okay that's okay, okay. For all, all, okay, I'll start it kind of light. The, the um, Joe Rogan podcast is focused on that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, none of that. Um, okay. So I'm curious. I mean, okay, obviously you guys have been touring for a long time. And I've, you know, I've been doing it for this year's, tw- my 20 years since my first tour. Yeah. Um, so I'm just curious. What do you guys do on tour when like you're not working? When you're not when you're not like playing the, like on a day off? On a day off or maybe on a show day. I I was always the guy that was like there's a show today. I'm anxious and I'm pretty I I just can't function outside of this. And so now like after having some time away from touring, I'm like, you know what? When I go back out and play some shows, like I want to take advantage of my situation. Yeah. Of my surroundings, of my opportunities. Um, yeah, what do you guys like? Because all I ever did was like find the cool local coffee shop. That's about as adventurous as I got. Um, I would bike or run, but I also found the cool coffee shop. So you I, had a bike though? Yeah, I'd take a bike out. I would okay. also we 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 had bad religion out with us, and uh, Brian Baker is a is a big like you know vintage guitar guy. So he got okay. me doing that, like hunting for guitar. So I, I, I can tell you probably do that as well. So I just <laughs> How can you find know? like the cool <laughs> guitar store, you know, bookstores. That's uh, actually what I really do is I, this sounds so like I'm making this up and that I'm trying to sound smarter than I am. I find the art museum. I go, I go to the art museums and I spend all day and just listen to music and walk around. You're so, you're so much more cultured than I am. Fuck. It's not really that. It's just a will cool way to sort of like, I know not many other people are going to want to go do that with me. So it's a really cool way to, to be by myself. And I, you know, I, I'm not fired for not inviting anybody because nobody really wants to go. Our singer, Tim kind of wants to go, but he likes to do those sorts of things, but I love it. And now I'm addicted to it. Um, I That's was cool. Chicago last week and I went to uh, the CMA and the art Institute. Yeah. I, I, I just love it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, go to, I go to I go to porno booths and peep shows. Yes, Mike does. No, I. You know what? I I, I I I no, I'm never. I actually that day gave a little freak me out those places. But um, <laughs> the I developed and this was like like halfway into my touring career. But now it's like one of my favorite things is like I my reading productivity like just quadruples when I'm on the road because there's so much like downtime and there's just, it's just really hot. Like 
I, I always feel bad. Like I don't read enough at home and I don't read. I mean, I, I actually, the thing that's kind of changed my, my reading life at home is, is like a Kindle paper white because yeah. you can like read it in bed and my wife doesn't wake, wake my wife up or whatever. And actually I just, even honestly, there's times where she's out of town or whatever. And like, to be able to read that at night and it's not the lights not bothering anybody is like the best thing in the world. And I always feel like, I mean, I would probably read like, I don't know, like 60, I probably read like 80% of the books I would read the entire year on tour, even though I wasn't oh, touring shit. all year. I just, and I just like kind of go through it and, I mean, you know, I guess it depends on the the spot. There's that weird that that weird fucking time between like load in and play playing, and then there's this, this little there's that sound check bubble. But other than that, it's kind of like the thing that keeps uh, you from like really going out and like venturing out and exploring is like, well, I gotta yeah. be back at fucking three for sound check, and then fucking you know the shows at eight or nine or whatever. Like it doesn't leave you too much time to go yeah. venture out too far, Mike. Yeah. Like, what kind of stuff are you reading? Like, are you like a nonfiction guy? Or are you? I was um, that too. Is it? Have you graduated from Golden Books? Are you? You're. you're you've moved on, right? Berenstain Bears. I, the Berenstain or Stain. The Mandela effect is real. Totally. Um. Uh. Lately, well, th this was I called. A lot of, I don't know, it's kind of a mix. I, I usually have two things going at once that are real different from each other. Um, right now I'm reading like a, an old sci-fi book uh, mm. called uh, The Fall of Hyperion. This guy, Dan Simmons, it's kind of like considered classic. But then I'm also reading a book called Irresistible that's just about the effects of social media on uh, our brains and stuff like that, like the effects of, but also, I also got into like the last couple of years, there's these like, I don't even know what you call them. They're like, I think like the style is called like mosaic and it's like these hip young authors that kind of like, they're kind of these plotless mini novels about people. And they, they, I know like a Tessa, uh, I'm going to say her name wrong. Otessa Mosfeg is her name. And then there's a uh, Jenny. Sounds right to me. Yeah, yeah. Jenny Ophel or like wrote a book called Weather. Um, Otessa Mosfeg wrote it's all these short stories. It's called there's one as this isn't her newest one, but this is like the newest one that I read is called uh, Homesick for Another World. And they're just these kind of weird slice of lifey kind of things that are sort of melancholy and sad. And I feel like I, I was I mean, it's all stuff that I read and go like, I really like this, but. I don't know. I, I was like, I know this is they're like super well acclaimed and I, I totally love it. But I always think that I wonder if I'm too dumb to be getting everything that I'm supposed to be getting out of this. Like it's, it's definitely <laughs> like especially like hip, like hip. Not there's like a whole world of like hip novels, like and I mean, like hip and like, uh, uh, you know, like you don't, you know, I, I, I knew about Arcade Fire when they were just called a fire or whatever you know some kind of super like <laughs> the hippest thing at the time and i always feel like i'm a real like uh, uh like dilettante interloper like whenever i but i'll check that stuff out too but also like just like a weirdo horror book like oh does a dragon destroy a thing i'll i'll do that too <laughs> And I just kind of try and bounce around from different stuff. I got, I read Dune. I read all the Dune, but not all, because it's like 40,000, but I read like the first like four Dune books. I mean, see, uh, everything you're telling me is brand new information to me. Like, okay. Yeah. You're, you're not, you're not. 
too dumb for any of this because <laughs> it, this um, is totally all new shit to me. Here's the thing um, with Mike and I. Chances are if, if an orc fucks something in it, yeah, we'll yeah, we'll watch it or we're going to read it. Um, yeah, like there's I'll try to like dip my toe in like the hip, cool, smart person stuff, but also 100 percent like, oh, they're coming out with a, a, a fucking Jason Momoa's in the new Dune movie. I got to read the books so I can know if he does the right fighting style exactly, or whatever, you know, so exactly. it's, I, it's that's pretty, amazing. Like, does he that. use then, the sword of Altheon? Yeah, um, well, a good wait, music wait, wait, bio, though. Like, music okay, bios. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, I like if you're like uh, like the one time when we were touring, like in the UK, I, like I got like Mick Jagger's bio or if we like I know like a centerpiece of the tour is like Minneapolis. I'll go I'll, like oh, I want to read like a replacements book or whatever. If like, I know I do that as well. That's always uh, just kind of a fun that I theme it. I theme it out on wait, tour Nick, sometimes. Nick, you're interviewing us here. So wait, do you have is this what is your thing one? This, so, okay, I guess, yeah, I guess what I'm doing here is just like, yeah, I just want to, I just want to pick your brains and exchange ideas. And hopefully <laughs> through my just, uh, I don't know, um, I don't, not insecurity was the wrong word to use earlier. This is just more like talking to other band dudes who are like now in like an adult phase. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. We're not, we're not shitheads. Obviously, you're fucking reading on tour. Like, I don't remember the last. <laughs> I don't remember the last book I read. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm kind of here to I'm I'm here to learn as well. So okay, I mean uh, this is, this will be a, a new spin. We'll we'll your thing. Did, I, did I misunderstand the concept? Well, usually with this with with our concept, we ask you what are three things that you are currently into or things okay. that are well. Okay. Or, or learning number one. I, yes. I I am into self exploration. So that's what awesome. the entire that's, thing is. There's about. the thing number one. You're self you're exploring. You're asking other musicians what they're common in. Okay, I get that. Um, so sorry, sorry, that was a little murky. But it, it, this can be a two part question, or right. it can be part number two. You tell me. I'm also currently trying to figure out. I don't have any hobbies. <laughs> Like, I don't, I, 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 music, <laughs> music is all I do. Okay. See, all right. So I've been playing music since I was seven. And okay, I, wasn't, I think this is feeling like your thing. Number two. So your thing. Number one was what do you do on tour? You asked us, you're going to talk about. It. So let's get into thing. Number two. Thing number two. Okay. Well, you can, you can, you can make this thing. Number one, part B. I don't care. Whatever. We're, I'm having a good time. So, um, I've been playing music since I was seven. I wasn't allowed to have video games as a kid. It's literally all I've ever done. I was, I did terribly in school because I was just waiting to go home to play music. Yeah, me too. Um, so now, like, all of the things I enjoy outside of music are like food, um, beverages. Right. Things everyone needs to be alive. Right. Like there's not anything that I'm doing outside. They're, they're all on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's yeah. like uh, just like you like every human to survive. You need like food, water, food, shelter, clothing, and maybe there's I mean, I've like heard one of all other that. Thing. Who's Maslow? 
It's just that whoever the, the whoever the scientist is that came up with that oh, concept. He was like anything outside of that, like technically, technically you can live without, you know, like physically you can live without music or like physically you could conceivably live without. I think they did determine that like without human to human social interaction, like you would die. I guess like not only you just like I'll, die, I'll, but like it make you go crazy, you know? Yeah. Um, but there are certain things like, oh, you can, you know, that, that you absolutely like, you know, food, clothing, water uh, that you absolutely have. I mean, maybe you don't need clothing if you're in uh if it's like a commune fernando kind of valley baby and on, on a, a nudist beach under the so, cult of so something, here you go I'll, I'll i'll humor you this is this is something that uh i'm not sure i want to admit yet but i will go in the it. spirit of the the concept we'll take it i'm trying to find something grounding uh escapism just something that just works a different part of my brain. Um, I'm the kind of person that loves to put together furniture. Like That's great. When, a, when a fucking new couch comes, I want to do that because it, it just like, it makes me, it just kind of levels me out. It's like, you know, if you're like working out and you're like, you do, you do like fucking, I don't know, one arm rows with one side. And you're like, if I don't do the same number on the other side, I'm just going to feel uneven all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to find that thing that doesn't make me feel uneven. So I've been doing I've been getting back into Legos, <laughs> dude. I, I was actually about to mention that. You know who else uh, is into that is uh, uh, Trey Parker from South Park, the creator of South Park. He's like way into Legos. And the reason he says he's he because his whole you know, his whole life is coming up with ideas and making decisions, making decisions about how to uh you know, uh, how a story is supposed to go and how things are supposed to sound and how the flow and the, how the animation is going to look. But it's like with the Legos, you're doing a thing, but there's no decisions. It's you're following instructions to yes. the team. And there's the stakes are, it, there's no stakes on it. If you finish that day or later, um, Legos are fucking great. Yeah. They're also insanely expensive. I don't know why, <laughs> dude, how they got so expensive. My wife and I were, had started the friend set. So it's like, friends. Just did it. yes, <laughs> we started it. And then pandemic happened. And so we got real into it. And then I had to leave to go finish our record. I had to drive back to Fort Collins with Bill oh, Stevenson fuck. to go finish our record. And she finished it on her own. And now we both look at that friend set as like the definition of COVID really kind of for us. You know what I mean? But uh-huh. I also did, there's a Beatles, uh, there's these Beatles portraits you do and they have, uh, I'll go get it. it's amazing. And you, it's the same pieces and you can either, you can do whichever one Beatle you want to do. And it's like, it's a thing like this big, it's big. So it's a portrait. We did the George Harrison, but it's. I, I did it. I did a Pete best. He did an orc cock. Um, so we could take all of them off and I am redo too. and redo. What's that? I am too. You're doing. You are. I'm go. sorry for you too. You are okay. Good, good. You know, I'm really sorry that I do this podcast with you. You know what? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna make a Lego sculpture of you dead on the ground. <laughs> I'm that's, gonna make- see. That's next level. You would have to yeah. just. You would just have to like wing it just riff on yeah. that because there's no instructions for that there's no instructions the next sculpture is going to be mike's grave's tombstone and it's going to say here lies mike no one gave a fuck no it'll say here lies mike send nudes <laughs> <laughs>
Here lies Mike. Died on the shitter. Just like Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. And he's and he was better singer than Elvis. He'll say that under it too. Okay, that that works. But man, that but you know, uh, in Denton, Texas, comforting. So I I appreciate I appreciate that we're kind of coming together on this because I wasn't like I loved Legos as a kid, and I hadn't really revisited them until literally like a month ago, and. It's I've really enjoyed it. Like I it's said, awesome. it's been super grounding. Yeah. It's like exercise a different part of my brain. I it actually allows me to listen to other music for mm-hmm. like enjoyment. Yeah. yeah. Like the only time in my day is like the hour in the morning. Like if I'm gonna work out or something, I'll listen to music or podcasts or something. That's like the only time I can consume something that's not music that I'm working on. So yeah. um it's allowed me, you know, the time to do that and just it's been amazing. So that's that's a great one. And by the way, I think we're going to get our nerd card revoked because we're all saying Legos, plural, and it's Lego. Oh, as in Lego, my ego? Like as in Lego, your ego. Oh, yeah. Somebody got oh. on to me about saying that before. It is Lego. Uh, the, um, the town you got, the town that uh, your band got signed in, uh, Denton, Texas, there's a, like on the square, there's like a Lego store and it's not like a, a Lego brand Lego store. It's just like a mom and pop store. And they just kind of have like, I mean, I, and I guess, I mean, it stays in business and it's, it's been there for a couple of years now, but like the Lego community is like a vibrant thing. And there's like oh, I believe it. Yeah. Lego, you know, uh, sets and, and figures and like they'll sell things individually and stuff. From my sister-in-law is avid about it. She uh, it's what really? she does. But now there's that show Lego Masters. It's actually really good. It's on. They're on their second season. What? Now. Yeah. So Lego Masters in there. It's like a, it's on like Fox and uh, Will Arnett hosts it from uh, uh, Rest of Development. Because he does all the fucking Lego. Batman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does the yeah. Batman voice. And it's, uh, no it's, competitive. it's a competitive Lego tournament show where like the greatest Lego builders of around uh, of America are competing and they have this objective in every show and it's huge build. They got like 14 hours to build this stuff. It's amazing. You should watch it. Fuck. I would love yeah. to. Well, coincidentally, one of my favorite podcasts is Smartless with Will Arnett. Oh, and I haven't heard that. Jason Him Bateman. Jason is, Bateman. Dude, he I wish I wish I was related to I wish he was like my big brother or my uncle or something. I love like, him. But what he does, like he has these like thoughts and he's always asking people if like they have them too. So like that's kind of the inspiration oh, yeah. behind <laughs> Good. Good. But I like, um I like where it's going. Quick quick question though. Which yeah. which friends set did you do? Because now there's multiple. I did we did the coffee shop. Okay, that's the one I just did. But did you know they now have the apartments? No, no shit. They do. They have both apartments and the hallway in between, and you connect them all. What? I got to tell my wife. I got to tell my wife. So we need to do that. Well, that's a good thing, number two. Lego. We're just going to say Lego is your thing, number two. It's not going to sound out of the park. You're doing great. I I did the shuttle Tidarium from Star Wars. And I did a good job too. So you and me are on totally different levels, man. I'm sorry. I'm way, I'm way down here. Like you're fucking killing it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, just kind of. This is a spaceship that does that. It was. I don't know. I'm entry level at all things. At reading. At 
Lego singular. Lego. Lego. You're killing it, man. What, what you got any? Uh, did you get it? This is a total sidebar. Did you get any new guitars for COVID? I well, I finally got a silver tone Jupiter. Good. Oh, cool. Yeah. Is that one with uh, amp in the case? It can be. I did not get the yeah. case. Um, but I did get a six by ten uh, silver tone amp as well. Oh, that's great. Oh, cool. I had one of those Jupiters for a while, and I don't know what. Did I give that to you, Mike? No, I wish. Who did I? Yeah, I, I um, if you want to, you can. <laughs> no, I gave it to someone. I don't remember who I gave it to. But anyway, Silvertone yeah. Jupiter. Yeah, with the amp in the case, I had. Yeah. No, nah, man, I, I've always wanted to get that's on my like. You know, I'm fine with it. It's not on my Maslow's hierarchy of needs to get a Silvertone uh, <laughs> with the amp in the case, but I, I definitely it's on that guitar list of like, man, that'd be really cool. I do. I have thought a lot about like, man, I, I would like like you're saying, Zach, that you uh, would go and vintage guitar hunt. And with that new Warren Ellis thing, that's insane that I got like I was like, man, I, my buddy Mishka is just always buying and selling guitars. And he was like, man, it's you know, if you have a little bit that you can invest, it's it's and you're not. It's just kind of fun. I mean, he makes a little bit of money on it. And if there's something really nice, he gets to play around with it or record a thing with it. And then he's just kind of constantly moving a thing around. He doesn't make his living off of it, but it definitely like, you know, pays for some stuff here and there. Super cool. I kind of want to get into that, but I'm also, I'm also tired and busy and lazy. Yeah. There's Aren't we all, man. Aren't we all? Yeah. Um, well, okay. Uh, I I got I I bought I got a lot of fucking I got some during COVID that I probably shouldn't have got. I got rid of some too though during COVID that I just didn't need. So I, I actually Dude, same. I my my whole thing is if there's something new I want to get, I gotta sell something to replace it with. You know what I mean? That's a good yes. That's a good one to do. Yeah. Like yeah. I got a new I got a new drum kit. I sold the old drum kit. I did get a bunch of new snares. I didn't sell any snares, but there's exceptions to every rule. Um, well, and, you know, it is that weird thing of like, I mean, I think we're all. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm mostly always like everything that I do, like most of my I mean, there's there's part of any job, even if it's, you know, your job is, you know, touring rock musician or whatever that, that sucks at times, but for the most part, it's pretty good. But it is a weird thing when you said hobbies, because I don't like, like everything that I really like to do. I also kind of am trying to do to get better at. And it, it, I don't really, it feels like hobby is something that, and the Lego is perfect that you just casually enjoy. But like, I like, I mean, I like you going to move. Yeah, and like, you don't need to feel like it's a hustle. It's like, yeah. I can make money doing this. Like, yeah, that. I, I honestly need that because I've, I mean, honestly, like, I enjoy going to movies, but I also like work on video and film and stuff like that. And like, I like, I like, and I think about that stuff a lot and how, like, how would I put together and reading? I, I want to be a better writer. So that's like, that's not the only reason I'm reading it, but that's kind of like, I feel like it's justified. Um, and I would have said, like, I never played a lot of video. I, I go in spurts where I'll get real into video games for a while. And I used to be real into it, but now, and then I kind of fell off. And now I have like a side job that's mostly writing, but I have to work 
with stuff in video games and it, it is very good for me to have the vocabulary of what's happening in the video game industry and stuff like that particularly like vr and stuff so i play video games a lot but so there's this weird thing of like i don't really have anything that i just do for pure enjoyment you know right. that's, and that's tough and i feel like it's it's kind of what everybody's kind of like we're just kind of programmed now to be like everything needs to be like some kind of hustle or we either need yeah. to make money at it or get exposure from it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I guess that's why I'm struggling with it is because like yeah. I haven't found anything that's just for me. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm always trying to promote something. Yeah. yeah, no, totally, totally. And I, I mean, music- I would like to find that as well. I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about that more because especially after coming out of the year that we just had of like, I just, I, I, I still love what I do, and I know like part of uh, the uh, the lame social media stuff that you kind of have to do and all that it's like that's still going to be a part of it but i just need to i'm trying to figure out how to approach it all differently to become an overall healthier person i would like to be successful too but like i don't think like my like dri- drive was making me a healthy person before well i mean you know i i do struggle with that as well it's weird i i saw this mike ness thing where he basically was i've always felt like being a person that doesn't have any hobbies i've always felt a little weird about that and i saw this mike ness thing where he was just like i don't have any hobbies i don't i don't fish i don't hunt i don't right. camp here any motion he's in his own studio he's like this this is where i come that that really spoke to me because i was like wow i've never heard somebody just be so unashamed of being like i'm a musician that's what i do and so I, it's it's what it's my hobby it's what i'm interested in it's how i make a living it's all i think about it's what I wake up thinking about. So I go to bed. I went to my yeah. space today and practice myself, you know, like it's all I do. And, and fortunately with what we do, there is enough hanging off of it that you can just grab, you know, it's so multifaceted. It's not just one thing. It's not like any other that's job. A really you just, good point. You're, yeah. you're right. You sit behind a computer at some jobs and that's all, you know, whatever with music, there's so many ways to pivot and do other things. Yeah. You know? And Mike is, is a cre- you're a creative, you do music, you do comedy, you do, you act. Uh, porn, all of it, all um, those things, yeah. all, the all stuff. of it. Um, okay, so well, that, that's a good thing too that you do. Uh, you do Lego, so uh, <laughs> let's 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 move right along. Uh, so, how about your thing number three? Oh God damn, it's thing number three. Well, um, so yeah, I'm kind of getting the spirit of this whole thing. So yeah, let's, now we're doing it. Yeah, we're doing it. Um, we're doing it, baby. So. Kind of, you know, the Lego thing is kind of also my like escapism. So when when you're so consumed with music and doing it for a living, but also enjoying doing it as a hobby, you also look for escapism. And I'm not a reader. I'm 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 sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I mean I, again, like that's a, the part of tour. I mean, there'd be there would be. Now I'm reading more at home specifically because of the technology of the fucking the Kindle Paperwhite. And I know that's dumb, but like, but I, I'm telling you, it was like, I get to read on the road 
because you're sitting for me. I'm, I'm a van. I'm always in a van, unfortunately. But uh, uh, until this next single takes the world by storm. Uh, <laughs> but, cool. you know, sit in the back of the van. There's you know, there's it's not a lot to do. It was like the perfect thing of like, oh, I'm forced to do this. There's not a guitar or someone to hang out with or uh, or video game or whatever, you know, like they're limited. It just just like I was saying earlier, I have to leave town and not yeah. take my studio with me so that I'm forced to like find something else to do. Hey everybody, it's Mike from the Zach and Mike Make 3 podcast. But I wanted to tell you about another podcast that I do. It's called the International News Service. Me and my news team look into stories of the weird, stories of bizarre, and stories of the unimaginable. And also, it's very, very stupid. So check out the International News Service wherever you get your podcasts. Um, so and I'm sure you talk about this with fucking everybody, but I need something new to watch. And I really want to talk about what we've been watching lately. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great three thing three, but uh, you will put a quarter in these two dorks and we'll talk for hours about well, this. Also, because like I said, that's my escapism. I, uh, with the exception of your podcast, of course. Yeah. Most of the podcasts I listen to are all hosted by actors because that is a world I know nothing about. I can listen to it for pure entertainment and I'm not learning. I'm not judging. I'm not, I don't know, whatever feelings come with that. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking for pure entertainment. So do you have anything that you've been watching specifically lately that you're into? Um, well, most recently I just finished the new season of dirty John, the, uh, the the Amanda Pete one. I, I actually I've I've seen like the first episode of that, but I actually listened to the podcast. The podcast that, was fantastic. I yeah. loved it. Again, not a music related thing whatsoever. It was just like a great road trip escape. Yeah. The what's podcast the premise of Dirty John? What's the premise of Dirty John? I don't get it. Well, it's the, such, first, the first I'll season was based on the podcast, which is a woman who was like basically duped into marrying a con man. Um, However, I thought the TV version was kind of lifetimey, like not in a good way, not not super entertaining, yeah. kind of cheesy. But the second season was great, and it was Amanda Peet, fucking Kristen Slater. Oh wow! In the '80s, and the styling was great. The story was cool because it was not only like kind of like a true crime thing. There was like some courtroom stuff. There was like just characters that you kind of not related to, but just like you were just kind of sucked in. Um, yeah. It was great. I loved it, but I finished it last night and yeah, I got nothing. It. It's that, it's that weird yeah. time between when you find series. Like I just started watching Fargo for the first time a few months oh. ago. I'd never seen it. First season was fine. Second season was amazing. I've heard mixed reviews about season three, so I'm hesitant to start it. So was season two or th was it three, the uh, Ewan McGregor where he plays twins? That's three. I haven't okay. seen it. Yet. So that's the only one I have seen, and it's amazing. Really? Okay. Yeah. And my favorite one is season four with Chris Rock. It is so good. No it, is so, it is so fantastic. It's about... Uh, just these, you know, gang warfare between like the Italians and the African Americans in Kansas City in like 19, I don't know, like maybe like 
I don't know, probably like late fifties, maybe early fifties to seventies. Yeah. And then, and yeah, there's like, well, I don't want to spoil anything. There's sort of like a crossover of a character from another season that at the end, you're like, Oh shit. You know, Um, that, 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 that season, so I want. I've been wanting to see that. That one you're. It's about. it's my favorite one. I love how like they they reference Coen Brothers stuff just randomly. Like there's a there was yeah. a thing where there were where these two characters rob someone in the you know in the the Chris Rock like you know 1960s season. It's completely different. They're like these girls are like robbing a. Uh, uh, like a, a drug den or not drug den, like a numbers racket. And they're just stealing all this money, but they're wearing pantyhose. And one of the guys just like, you, girl, you got a panty on your head, which yeah, is yeah, yeah. Yeah. Arizona. In, in Arizona. Yeah. And it just yeah. like, like they just take these random Coen brothers things and like, just kind of Easter egg them in. It's so cool. I noticed that about season three, actually, they did it a lot in season three, but it's also, it's still, uh, at least the season I watched, they still really managed to capture that Coen Brothers dark uh, comedy thing, you know, where there's just yeah. brutal death and gruesome poor shit going on. But then there's some. There's shit. a punchline. <laughs> yeah, like in yeah. the movie Fargo, where where uh, Steve Buscemi's character, you know, gets fed to that wood chipper, but then there's like a <laughs> kind of a joke in there too. And, yeah, yeah, it's fucking bananas. Well then, okay. So I'm that actor. The, there was. Have you guys heard of this musician named Andrew Bird? Yeah, he's. Well, I'm a label he's, mate with him actually. Oh wow, he's, he's like. Uh, I I was watching it, and you know he 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 does a good job in that movie. And then somebody was like, "Oh, you got to see his music." And it's just he like does this crazy thing with like violins and loop uh-huh. pedals, yeah, and really, it's really really interesting and and cool. No, he's he's yeah, he's in the Chris Rock season, wow. which I think okay. is four, maybe five. But I, I no, it's, it's four. I think there's only been the four seasons. Yeah, I'm anxious to see that one. I just heard mixed reviews about the Ewan McGregor season, so I'm dude. I'm I, I strongly recommend it. It's really I liked it. Um, I, will, I will say though that show and Six Feet Under is one of my like. It's in my top three of all time. Fargo and Six Feet Under have both like given me like weird dreams. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, they just put me in a funk. And I remember um I remember like me and my ex-girlfriend were watching Six Feet Under and like for a couple months we were just like everything was just off and we were agitated and like kind of bumped yeah. out and fighting and I was like what the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah. We eventually we were like Oh my God! I think it's the show that we're watching yeah. every fucking night. Yeah, and it's every a episode. Show. Every episode of Six Feet Under started off with a fucking gruesome death, you know. So it already like put mm-hmm. you in this really weird. And it's characters like they all had their shit, and it was just it was so heavy. But fuck, what a perfect, yeah, perfect fucking finale. Like I love that fucking show. That's a great show. Yeah, like you, you have to fucking brace yourself to put yourself through it. Yeah, I can see having um, nightmares or bad dreams or just dr- intense dreams because both of those shows they kind of exist in this dreamy sort of state. There's like a you know, there's a sort of there's just a kind of like it's not super like realistic. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 a very like kind of you know. 
dreamy logic sort of, uh, I don't know, floating kind of feeling that you don't get. You know, I mean, I, I would argue that, uh, you know, David Lynch, I'm not arguing, David Lynch kind of traffics in that world a little bit. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of shows and things that do that. So when especially when, the, you know, the amount of all the media you consume, when there's something different, it, it something like that, that that is also like those are both shows that don't tell you the audience member this is the good person this is the bad person everyone is like people that are trafficking in gray areas for the most part i mean maybe there's a side character who's like a and they're, they're not entirely bad and they're not entirely good and they do fucked up things and they try to be good and they fuck that up but sometimes they're ultimately good and so right. when, you, when you're when it's posing more questions than delivering answers i would say most shows are telling you here's what you're supposed to think about this whether we nail it or not i think those are both shows and david lynch for sure that like no this show is a, a little bit just about asking questions and you get to decide how right. you feel about we're not telling you that the good guys won we're just telling you that, that this person didn't die and and or that this person ended that relationship that way. You, we're not telling you whether you're supposed to decide if you're on their side or not. You can. We're, we're leaving you, an audience member, to kind of be like, "Huh, I don't know how I feel about that." Right. Totally. It's like it's like the whole Breaking Bad thing. It's like for sure. I was about to say that. Yeah. It, yeah. Nobody's really the good guy or the bad guy. People are just all human, and all humans are flawed. So it's like yeah. something about that recipe is just so fucking appealing to me and i think that's why my favorite shows are breaking bad six yeah sure you go through those feelings like in six feet under especially like i go i went into it loving michael c hall because of dexter but him and every other person on that show you love them sometimes and you fucking hate them sometimes yeah yeah totally dexter's also a good example like is he the hero is he the villain you know he's killing Bad totally. people, but he's really killing a lot of people too, you know. Vigilante uh, justice, man. Hell yeah. yeah. So okay. So what are y'all's top three? Oh fuck. Um I like that. I, I can't I can't put I can't put hour long drama in the same category as like sitcom or comedy, like 30 minutes. Like I can't do that. So you can make yeah. different lists. I think I loved, I mean, for me, there's comedy in there, of course. I think Arrested Development was one of the best shows ever, ever made. Uh, I, okay, so that Smartless podcast I was just talking about, they were just talking about how everybody on that show is supposed to be unlikable. Right, that's true, and that's true. And, and that, that's what I, one of the things I loved about it. I love it. I gravitate yeah. towards that so much. It's so hard because my three, you know, favorite TV shows change all the time because there's... Fortunately, we're living in an era where there's so much great content. You know, there's just so much. There is. I've watched so many shows this past year that I forgot that I even watched. I know. I know, man. <laughs> it's crazy. I think that what we do in the Shadows show that's based on the movie is fucking. Ooh, I haven't crazy. seen that. It's amazing. Very funny. Funny. It's also funny. It's got a guy named Matt Barry, who's one of the. Me and Mike are huge fans of. He's just a British comedian. Yeah. That's probably one of the funniest okay. people on the planet. Everything is it, does is it the Flight of the Concords guys? It's. The, they are the, still the producers of it, but Taka Waititi, uh, you know, he wrote the movie, the original movie. I uh, believe he still maybe produces the TV show. He might still write some of it. I don't know. Okay. But the movie is amazing too. You should absolutely check the movie out. Is that the Johnny Depp one? No, the movie is just called What We Do in the Shadows. That was uh, 
Dark Shadows. Dark Shadows. And I'm thinking was, Dark Shadows. Okay. That was based on a TV show that was like it's kind of like a soap opera in the late. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do we know? I mean, with between him and I, there's just nerdy shit that no one. I would about. say like the best overall like while I was in it ride during at the time would be Breaking Bad. Like when that show was on and it just consistently did something artistic and gripping and like i you know you just really didn't know what was going to happen and so from if you know if counting a whole season def for sure breaking bad and this is just like the hour-long drama kind of thing uh what else would i you know on that subject i remember i remember well because i got into breaking bad like season three like so i binged the first couple but then like the last two or three seasons i watched week to week and yeah well, that can be so aggravating now in this like culture of like, I want the whole season now. I want to have the yeah, option yeah. to watch everything today if I want to. Fuck, that was just a time in life when like nothing that happened Monday through Saturday fucking mattered. Like yeah, Sunday yeah. night was it, man. Yeah, like, yeah man. I remember watching that week. So, too. It was great. Yeah. You oh. know, it's really hard to end a series it's really like that last season last episode it's, it's rare it's rare that one is really good and i've heard people argue you know not liking the breaking bad ending as, as much or whatever but like i think for what it i i think i think they did a very good job compared compared to a lot of other shows and 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 i i like that they they kind of had the template for what was going on as opposed to like you know there was a couple years there's a couple seasons in like lost that i was like this is the greatest and then started to see the cracks of like i don't think they know where this is going i and never saw lost it, 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 they didn't you know you can be really it's one thing to write a bunch of mysteries and because the idea of a mystery is very there's a it's, it gives the audience a lot to play with but tying it up is really hard um and i i, I don't I, I don't put that up there like because it failed i mean there was a you know there's definitely a couple of scenes like game of thrones where i was like i'm this is the most on Game of Thrones. Very fun to have, but then they really whiffed it. Really whiffed it at the end. Like you really, gotta really get bad. into Game of Thrones. It's 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 pretty yeah. great. It's pretty great. Uh, um, I saw so comedy though. So. Uh, I will say that Lost though was one of those shows that everybody had the DVDs of on tour. Yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah. They yeah. Have, like, watch parties in the back lounge, like yeah. Lost watch parties. <laughs> that in a in twenty four. Well, yeah, yeah, I enjoyed yeah. 24. Tour, but like everybody was really into those DVDs on tour. <laughs> I, I, I rewatched all of the Sopranos on tour with our drummer because he had not seen one episode. And then I rewatched all of uh, up to the the point uh, of uh, Walking Dead with our singer on tour. Because, okay. you know, those weird Euro buses will just have like endless, you know, those weird hard drives. Yeah. yeah like, like, weird watching, like shows. Statham movies or like. Uh, yeah. Or like Euro Trip, that was always on. Yeah. They just said that some guy had pirated every fight, and it was like from German TV. There would be like commercials and shit, so we just watched it all. Um, well, you know what? We are... I think Cheers. I think if you're gonna do like like I I, I would still want to fit because I'm always intrigued by putting stuff up there. Uh, Cheers. I think like pound for pound for the entire run is one of the best written comedy shows. And there's definitely like sitcom. 
Uh, there's definitely, you know, some of it gets a little like any comedy gets can get more dated than than drama. It's easier to date comedy. But like I'll go back and rewatch uh, cheer stuff on like Nick at Night. And I'm still like impressed with like the timing and like you just really, really like all those characters. And then the additions of these like new characters, like they kind of seamlessly worked in to like get rid of a main character and like really the second lead uh, of Shelley Long and bringing in uh, uh, Scientologist uh, uh, Kirstie Alley. Alley, like bringing her in, like, you know, it's, it's not, they, they, it's, it's switched up the show, but it was fine. And the show, in fact, I kind of, I think I even maybe like it better. I think I like the Kirstie Alley season better. That's super interesting. You say that because I've never watched cheers, but I think that, Comedy wise, maybe maybe even beyond that, I think Frasier is the best written show on television right. ever. Right. But you know, also I'm a huge fan of stuff Tina Fey does. Like 30 Rock. Oh yeah. fuck. Have you seen uh have you seen Girls Five Ever yet? I'm watching it right now. Oh my god, it's so good. So like but like Girls also- Five Ever. The Girls Five Ella. It's good. Mike. Have you seen Girls Five Ella? I am not even having even heard of it yet. Oh my god! It's on Peacock, and it's a it's like a girl group from the '90s that now they're older women. They're like in their early to mid '40s to '50s. Paula Pell is one of them. She's the funniest woman on the planet. Oh, uh, and they're trying to make a, a go at it again. It's fucking insane. But it's it's like Thirty Rock or Kimmy Schmidt. You know, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt was it just. In in a minute, there are so many jokes. You have to pause it's so it. So fucking witty. You cannot yeah. you can't multitask. You have well, to just fucking. 30, yeah. Thirty Rock is like that. Every episode. Thirty Rock 30 is, is really like pound for pound the most yeah. like amazing just but, machine gun of of good jokes that and, they don't. They, yeah. And they also don't pander to somebody that's not going to get the reference. Right. It's like a, a writer's room of every joke that gets written. It's getting thrown in. But also the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt was the same way. I just absolutely love that show. Um, well, shit. Wait, let's go back over your because we're about an hour now. We like to we don't like to keep our guests for too fucking long. Um, it, so y- your first one, um, which is pretty interesting. You asked us what we do on tour, and, <laughs> which is good. I- I appreciate you humoring me using oh, this great. time to pick the brain of other touring musicians. I, I mean, that's a great yeah. first, first I, one. That was that was great. Your second one was Lego, and we'll say Lego and not Legos. I'm saying Legos. Like, I don't Lego. give a fuck. Yeah, Mike's an anarchist. He I likes don't to care. Legolas. Smash the, the elf. System. Yeah, smash the system. Lord of the Rings, L O T R. You're a uh, you're such a punk. You guys, I, the listeners can't see it, but I'm holding up my my arm, and I'm realizing how bad I smell right now. You look Been like there. you actually look like you smell. I'm uh, doing okay right now. Yeah, we're, and we're then, I'm not. And then number three is Fargo slash Six Feet Under because those would probably be two of your favorite shows. That's a great three things, man. I'd say that, yeah. And I've also I've got some great tips on what to watch next. What we do in the shadows? Okay, yeah, what we do in the shadows. Okay, and Cheers. Uh, Honestly, Cheers has been on my list for so well, long. Yeah, because I'm a worth, Frasier fan. Yeah, I would say Cheers in that like it, I think it like set like a standard for the American sitcom. But my favorite thing, my favorite funny thing by far of the last probably decade is uh i think you should leave 
Oh, it's so great. Tim Richardson sketch comedy show on Netflix. And they just announced a second season. They are they they shot the second season, but they just announced it's coming out July 6th on Netflix, which is dumb for me to be to promote somebody that's probably doing real well, but still, man, it is that show is it's perfect. It's so good. That was pretty funny. I had I had a I had a band crashing with me um right before it was right before the pandemic, and they showed me the first season, and it was yeah fucking great. You know that you know, Mike. You hit me out to the fact that he had that show Detroiters before that, and that yeah, show that show's really great. Fucking believable too. Uh, well, Detroiters is great. Uh, well, Nick, uh, wrapping up. What do you do? You have some? I mean, any bands that you've been working with, or their you know their records are coming out? Like, do you anything you want to plug? Yeah, yeah. Um, the band I was just talking about, a band called Never Loved, um, who showed me. Uh, I think you should leave. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They just put out a record um, last month. Um, the record's called Over It. Um, I wrote some songs on it with them uh, before COVID, and it was even recorded before COVID, but it was postponed because they couldn't tour. Um, it finally came out last month. Um, oh, great. I'm stoked about that. Um, I've been working with Cassidy Pope a lot. Um, I produced her new single, What the Stars See. That came out last month as well. Cassidy Pope. All right. Um, a band called Social Order. Um, it's kind of a super group. Um, it's got a couple guys from Metro Station, um, Matt from the Mowgli's. Um, just this, I think, I think they formed over COVID, but um, I got to co-write with them on a song called Chastity that just came out a couple weeks ago. Goddamn, um, you're busy. Yeah, I'm working on a couple things right now. I mean, like I said, I've, I. It's it sucked not to be able to travel and play shows and just like be totally grounded like that kind of blows. But, you know, I've really been able to focus, you know, on just writing and producing. And, you know, I've met some really great people and there's some really cool stuff um, that I'm proud of that's coming out. So and I'm sure people um, will if be it's so not something that I've mentioned, I'll probably be fucking talking about it on my Instagram or whatever soon. So. Yeah. I'm sure people will be stoked to see the the rejects playing again uh, next year and hopefully next every- year. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. Well, uh, tell, tell Mike, or I can tell, I can text Mike too and tell him I said, hi. And, uh, we should start a group chat. Yes, we should. Yeah, we should. We should text yeah. out to this. Uh, but Hey dude, thank you for doing our dumb podcast. We really appreciate it. Dude. Thanks for having me. Sorry if I misunderstood the assignment. I was it's trying to be fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's really fine. <laughs> There's no plan. Come there on. No plan. It's not like we know shit. what we're doing. I've I, been alone for a year. I'm having really <laughs> deep thoughts right now. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at Mike for the love of God. Hey. Uh, hey, now. Hey. Well, thank you, uh, Nick Wheeler, for doing our podcast, buddy. And we will talk to you soon. Dude, it was a blast. Thanks for having me. I thought it was a good podcast. Yeah, it was good. Good. It's good to make new friends. You and me need to I know. It's really nice. He seems like a cool dude. And uh, uh, I would like to I would like to hang out with him. I would too. At I mean, some point, if I'm in Nashville, you'll be in Nashville. Um, will, and I'll hit. I will hit. I haven't hit. spent a lot of time in Nashville. We made oh. new friends today, you and me. Yeah. I, mean, I I would like to spend more time in Nashville. It's been very, you know, like just a show. And I saw the three block radius around the club or mm. whatever. Like but the exit like in a, or whatever. Yeah. You know, you know when I got to I got to be there for about two months making the last record. We made the last record there, uh, Rise Against record. And it was cool. I, I, you know, I started feeling comfortable there and I, I started knowing my way around. But the same deal. I'd never really gotten a kind of get to know nashville outside of that radius um all right man well do you got anything you want to plug uh yeah there's uh when did what day does this podcast come out thursday <laughs> yeah 
Um, well, my other podcast, we shoot stuff way in advance and shit. Uh, I just can't ever remember. Um, yeah, on if you're listening to this on Thursday, I'm doing stand up at the Cedar Street Cafe in Austin, Texas at eight o'clock. Dracula's are performing July the fourth at Little Darlin. Yeah. Uh, July the third, uh, me and Ian from the Riverboat Gamblers are doing our uh, our our sort of stripped down weirdo act with a band called the Pine Hill Haints who are real good friends of mine. This really cool, like ghost country band. And that's a free show at Buzzmill in Austin, Texas, Buzzmill off off East Riverside and uh, Gamblers Vinyl. You can still buy that Dracula's record up for sale. Um, Yeah, I am. I'm going on tour. I'm going on tour for five weeks. I will be doing if if you live in the u.s i will be playing uh close to you we announced that the descendants the legendary everyone's favorite punk band in the world is going to be supporting us which is mind-blowing and unbelievable and i can't it's my been one of my favorite bands since i was a kid i my band hackfish basically just attempted to rip them off our entire career and thankfully they produced our record so this is family and it's just amazing that they have agreed to do this because they actually don't do tours they do weekenders flyouts and things like that but they don't do like we do and so they're doing that uh for us it's them and the menzingers another great band so it'll be the menzingers descendants and us so i'm really excited about uh, getting that out there um so anyway well hope to see everybody out there we will be in austin texas on uh, august 13th which is my wife's birthday my wife uh a lot of Austin shows you things. Okay, I might come ahead. to that show on August 13th. You probably should go to that show, you fucking asshole. Probably should well, let me sing four songs. I will let you sing. I'll let you sing six songs. I'm sure Tim would love to let you sing. Um, thank you guys for listening, as always. Thanks for support. We'll keep making these. Thanks for Sound Talent Media for letting us do this. Um, basically letting two old men yell at a microphone and cuss at each other for an hour a week. We love it. So thanks, uh, thanks, thanks, guys, thanks, guys, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. See you in heck. Get on down here to smoke weed. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> all day, every day, smoke weed all day. Wait, wait, wait. Do that. Let's do it again. Okay. Get on down here to smoke. Mike with three today. Smoke weed every day. All day, every day. Smoke weed.
It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out. And stop listening to other podcasts. Thank you. <laughs>